Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Around the Circuit, Electrical Wholesaling's podcast series, where we discuss what's going on in the electrical industry and highlight the latest stories from the magazine. I'm Ellie Coggins, Associate Editor. And in this episode, I spoke with EW's Editor-in-Chief, Jim Lucy, about this year's electrical pyramid and some of the most significant changes he observed. The electrical pyramid, basically, it, it's our attempt at trying to uh, provide readers with a way to analyze the various uh, channels of distribution, the way that electrical dis- uh, distributors uh, sell products in the market, uh, the options that electrical manufacturers have uh, to sell their electrical products. And for electrical distributors, it's it's kind of a, a way they can look at the market, see all the different ways, or, or, excuse me, all the different uh, competitors they have that are also selling electrical products that maybe they did not realize that they're prob- they probably know all about the other electrical distributors that are in their uh, cross town or in their county their uh, maybe their state but they might not realize how many different uh, specialty distributors are out there selling some types of electrical products uh, hybrid distributors like a granger or uh, uh, fastenal um, many of the online merchants as well so there's a lot of different people that are in the market that maybe hadn't been even five ten even 15 years ago yeah we actually it was, it, was, it was very interesting. Uh, we actually did our first pyramid. It was a group of us were at an industry meeting and we all got together for breakfast. Uh, we went out, we were in actually at the uh, NEMRA meeting in uh, San, San Francisco one year. So we went over the bridge to uh, Sausalito and we had kind of a nice breakfast place by the, uh, by the San Francisco Bay there. And it had these white tablecloths that you could write on with crayons and stuff. So we started, we just started talking about, hey, how is the electrical market changing? Who are the new companies here that distributors compete against? And we, we started writing all the stuff out on a tablecloth. <laughs> Literally, I would just say, this is a competitor. This is plus or minus. This, this is a big source of competition. This is small. But uh, you know, one thing led to another, and we saved that tablecloth. And I, I wish I still had it somewhere. But we saved it, and we decided, maybe, geez, maybe it would work like a pyramid. And each of the different bricks is sort of a different uh, channel of distribution. And that was back in about, uh, I want to say it was 1994. I might be off by a year or so. But we've done it uh, pretty much every year since. Uh, we kind of knew that it, we'd really hit on something was after the first time we did it, the uh, president of NAD, the National Association of Electrical Distributors, sent me kind of a uh, letter, a nasty gram, I guess you might say, saying, hey, why are you giving all these other channels of distribution any type of publicity? You should only talk about NAD distributors. Well, I said, well, that's really not how the market works. I mean, there's other there's other options that manufacturers have, and we're trying to tell all sides of the story. So it kind of uh, emphasized or, uh, you know, put a spotlight on our editorial stance on reporting on the whole market, not just to one segment of it. But, but since that time, you know, we've had, uh, at one point we did offer a wall poster. We actually sold some of that and I was visiting with the folks at Champion Fiberglass a year or two ago and went into their uh, reception room. And sure enough, there was the electrical pyramid up, up on the wall. I, I know that people at different uh, schools of distribution, like at Texas A&M, they'll use it in their classes. I've certainly done a number of different webcasts using it. So uh, yeah, it, it, we used to do it, I think, every other year. And it became so popular, we're doing it every year. And we do the best we can to update it with new channels of uh, distribution and just try to keep, keep it as current as possible. You know, in a lot of those changes, it, it often will come from a, uh, a reader saying, why don't we have a brick in there for this or uh, that type of company? And, you know, obviously, you know, online merchants are quite big. You know, the the whole Amazon business, uh, you know, there's many other types of mer- online companies uh, selling, and particularly in lighting. You see quite a few lighting companies in there. So we try to call that out. Uh, you know, some of the, and this is probably within the last 10 years, I say, rather than five, but uh, 
companies that specialize just in uh, solar or wind, you know, they're still, along with their, uh, the, whether it's the turbines for the wind or with the panels for solar, there, there are some other electrical products that might sell. It might be the wiring cable or the connectors or the grounding equipment, or in the case of solar, some of the uh, framing equipment, the strut to uh, put the panels to erect them on the, on the roof or, you know, perhaps out in the field. So yeah, it's all little pieces of the uh, market that's being uh, sold by other, other types of companies. Let's take a look at uh, Home Depot and uh, Granger in particular. Uh, yeah, Granger is particularly interesting because it is a distributor. I mean, Home, Home Depot obviously much more of a retailer, uh, home center that's been around for a while. And Granger also been around for quite some time. Uh, but they, I want to say that I don't, I don't have the number right in front of me, but I believe that's about 60% or more of their sales are coming over in some one of their different online types of channels. So, and I believe they sell more through some of their online channels than they do through people coming into their traditional branches. I mean, they have several hundred branches around the country, but they actually are selling more through, you know, through some of the different online. And I think if it might even be through their online vending machines, if I'm not mistaken, it, uh, it actually has become a rather big source of uh, uh, sales for them. So they, but they're very, uh, Granger was, the, as far as we knew, it was the first distributor to actually have an, a website selling a product, in their case, industrial supplies, some electrical. And we actually visited with them, I think within a week of when the website went live, they invited us up to talk with their VP of uh, e-commerce at the time. And they, we've, they've always been very open and very, very proud of what they do. If you ever want to uh, see what the, some of the types of things that Granger is doing online, some of their this, the internal company data, they put out the Granger company Factbook every year. And it's just it's about 20 to 30 pages, but it's just loaded with an update on what they're doing in the online arena. As I mentioned, they're doing quite a bit with the, the vending machines is uh, relatively new with that. And that's probably, uh, at least in part, uh, in response, there's another industrial distributor out there by the name of Fastenal, and we have them in the pyramid. Um, they're kind of a straight line industrial MRO maintenance and repair supplies, uh, but they have, I think, over 90,000 of these vending machines out and in the market that they're selling. And the, uh, you know, the numbers are just crazy how much the sales that they're generating per each of these different types of vending machines. And they're very interesting too, the Fastenal, in that they themselves have several thousand branches. I mean, they have more branches than most of really any other distributor that I'm aware of in our market, but they're starting to cut them back more. And then they're starting increasing, putting more of these uh, industrial vending machines out and onto the uh, factory floor. And they're very effective for uh, certain types of products. I mean, you can stock them in the electrical market for sure. You, know, you, you can see that they're putting in all, all different types of uh, oh, personal protection equipment, uh, extension cords, you know, things that are small enough that you can fit into the uh, different, uh, these different vending machines. But uh, yeah, like I said, right now, uh, biggest with Fastenal, uh, Granger's doing a lot with them. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if other distributors are doing that or we'll start seeing that you know, in the not too distant future. Uh, Home Depot, I think, is uh, interesting, too, in that they are, uh, in particular, have a very aggressive program, uh, more than any other home center, more, more than Lowe's for sure, too, uh, of going after contractors and really trying to service the professional contractor, not just electrical, they, they do a lot, they're doing a lot for carpenters and plumbers and painters and uh, landscapers, and, you know, as you can see how the aisles are laid out, you can kind of get a feel for all the different uh, folks that are going in there, uh, masons, bricklayers and all, but they are very highly sophisticated on 
on their uh, how their professional customers can track their orders, uh, interface their orders into their own uh, business type of systems. Uh, they have very good up-to-date data uh, on there when you do have an order at Home Depot. Even uh, retail customers like myself are always amazed at how quickly uh, the their information online is updated. We, we just happen to have, I mean, just totally anecdotal, but I had to install a uh, electric oven. Our oven went down and we bought an oven at uh, Home Depot. And uh, they were able to, it was interesting when I was checking that they said, okay, your order's coming uh, today, but they actually had it down to your orders. The fifth, the fifth will be the fifth delivery on the truck, the fourth delivery on the truck. And it was very, and then they said, you're, you're next. And within 15 minutes, you know, sure enough, they, uh, they happened to use an outside delivery service, but they were there. I mean, I was very impressed. And, you know, the other thing I think with Home Depot that I think distributors can learn from too is that in, uh, at least in our area, in the Kansas City area, in the, uh, I guess you call it the lobby, the vestibule of the Home Depots, you can have a product ordered online and just pick it up in a locker there. If it's a small enough type of product that you can pick up and don't have to talk with it, you just bring in your receipt, you have they, you put that up to the machine by the uh, locker, scan it and, uh, and off you go. So they're very, uh, you know, they're very up on, on any of the, the whole the transaction. I think they really stand out. Uh, and nothing against Lowe's. I mean, but they're a very fine company as well. They're probably a little more um, consumer oriented, not as much for the contractor, although they have many of the same products. But I just find that uh, Home Depot was really made a point of uh, going after the customer. And I think the interesting thing with Home Depot, too, is that uh, not, not all that many years ago, it used to be a big thing when, when they were really going after the uh, electrical contractor. And whenever an electrical manufacturer signed a deal to go through Home Depot, that was like big news in our market. We would cover electrical marketing and the, uh, the manufacturer sometime would get some guff from the distributor saying, hey, why are you selling through Home Depot or whatever? Uh, but that was a, it was a big deal. But at that time, distributors are saying, geez, how can we compete with these people? They're big, they're huge. Uh, you know, they've got all this money, they're doing a lot of merchandising and all, but, but they eventually figured out that they could, that their pricing wasn't necessary, very, very often wasn't any better. In fact, it was usually more expensive. Uh, they learned on how they could uh, do some things in the merchandising area. Sometimes, sometimes it was as simple as accepting credit cards from other, from small accounts instead of just having uh, the full credit line like they might traditionally with a contractor. So they ended up actually learning from the masters, so to speak, because they were, they were very effective at the promotional, their advertising and their flyers and all. And at that time, that's about, and that's kind of like a mid nineties type of uh, time frame is when they were coming on particularly strong in the professional market and smart distributors were kind of going and, you know, shopping Home Depot, saying, well, geez, the prices really aren't better than what I'm offering here. In fact, they're a lot more expensive and they were, just, they were able to learn, learn from them rather than think that they're going to put them out of business. It's really not a futures trend, but just a kind of a reminder that uh, you can, you know, we set this pyramid up and, you know, we do update it every year, but really everybody's pyramid people should think in terms of how is the, what's the pyramid look like for their market like whether whatever local market they're in who are the different competitors because not all these sales channels are going to really be you know a factor for a certain company so you know really think in terms more not as that though this is published electrical wholesaling every year but think in terms of updating your own pyramid of customer influences or, or excuse me channels and potential uh, competitors in that. And I think that's really the main thing because there'll always be new people. There'll, there'll always be new competitors on there. There'll be some there maybe not as uh, big as they had been, but uh, you know, that, I think that's really the, the main thing. I mean, it's not, I mean, the, as near as we can figure the uh, full line uh, traditional electrical distributor 
still must sell about 70%, maybe even more of all electrical products in the market. And the rest of it are sold by these many uh, channels and other competitors that we list here. So uh, I think they'll you know, still be a made, you still will sell the majority of electrical products for some time to come. But it just, uh, it's good to keep tabs on it, just these other competitors out there. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Around the Circuit. For more information on the electrical pyramid, check out our July 2020 print issue or visit ewweb.com. That's ewweb.com. This podcast is produced by Electrical Wholesaling Magazine and was edited by Ellie Coggins.